there, welcome. You're listening to Wholehearted, a soul sister conversation. You are here with healer and intuitive Donnelly Wynan, life coach Prue Sulisich, and myself, women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose, pushing boundaries, imperfectly and unstoppable. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life, to be the compassionate observer of your own thoughts and feelings, and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change. We are so happy to have you here. Hey, hello, how are you? Hey. Hi. How are you? (laughs) Yeah, fantastic. Welcome to Wholehearted, another fantastic episode coming up, I'm sure. (laughs) And look at you down at the beach on your holidays and jumper. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It's not freezing, but it's definitely cold enough for a jumper. Yeah, today we have a really... Like I think it's a great topic actually because it it combines a lot of things in my opinion and we're talking about hindsight and but before we get started we want to actually jump in and talk about our highlights and lowlights and what that looks like in our own lives for this week. Who would like to share first? (laughs) Don't everyone jump at once. (laughs) I'll go. My lowlight, I did have down that my lowlight was Ripley, my son completely rupturing his ACL, needing surgery and being out for the season of soccer and he's very sad. And so that's definitely a low light for me, but probably more for him, really. (laughs) But my highlight, I have a, it's been um, interesting. I mean, I have an interesting highlight. (laughs) Good. Tell us more. So every Every well, not ever. I don't do it religiously every single night, but most nights um, I do a bit of journaling. I do a journaling in the morning and a journaling in the evenings. And the evening ones, what I do is write down some things I'm grateful for or thankful for. I write down my low light and highlight of the day. And the past few months, I have been writing down who all my love goes to for mm. that. Day. So today all my love goes to, it could be just someone I'm thankful for or someone I've come across that day that has, you know, made my light shine. Sometimes all the love goes to me. (laughs) No, yes, as it should sometimes. Yeah. Mm. And the other day I was thinking, why am I keeping all my love to myself for other people? Yeah. So I thought, Instead of just writing down who all my love goes to de- to today, I'm going to let them know. Oh, good one! I love it. So I've only I've only done two. I done my my dad the other, the first time I done it. I done my dad, so I've done two. I done my dad and I done my mum. And I think that that has been like so far. Like it's only two of them, and it's already <laughs> had such a wonderful effect. Like it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes them feel good. And what I kind of wasn't expecting was the extra connection that it created. Oh, yeah. My dad actually came looking for me the next day, like came to visit me to personally thank me for the message I had sent him and give me a hug. Oh, that's nice. My mum had called me. Now, her call was like, oh, is everything okay? (laughs) (laughs) You're not dying, are you? Yeah. Yeah, we're not intentionally dying. Uh, yeah. Um, 
but it created that connection. It, it she called me and we had a conversation, okay. which we don't do very often. So I'm very excited to keep that up. Absolutely. This is sounds, yeah. sounds amazing. And isn't it interesting that your mum went to like a worst case scenario? Yes. <laughs> and doesn't it shows you that you need to nurture that more because it's like, well, if if you only ring if you only tell someone that you love them and you appreciate them when you're dying, <laughs> or if someone perceives or it that way. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, we definitely don't do that enough. Like if it's not just an like a natural thing that we do all the time and that's the thing that they think of when you do it in like once in a lifetime. Yeah, we need to do that more. I absolutely love that. That yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It is. I'm very excited to keep it going. And then again, like you say, the difference, like like dad was just so loving and oh, I just want to hug you and thank you for that message. And I really love you too. And Mum um, was like, "Is everything okay?" Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just that um, the perspective. Yeah, it's, mm. it's interesting, but I really love. I'm, I'm really glad I done it, and definitely going to keep it up. Yeah, that is very cool. Can I ask just for some information for myself? So, do you just send them something that means something to them? Like, you tell them why you're thinking of them or sending love their way? Yeah, both the both mum and dad. I had said how much I love them and how much I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Just thinking of my dad gives me gooey, tingly, warm fuzzies. And so yeah. I like I literally wrote that down. Like just yeah. thinking of you, dad. You know, gives me warm fuzzies. Like I'm, I love you. And when I write, when I've been writing, it's not always that. It could just be like all my love goes to heaven today because she came over and she helped me out. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, so it, it depends on on just just what comes to you. Yeah, beautiful. Why am I giving, why am I giving you all my love today? Yeah. It could be overall or something that's happened or, yeah. yeah. Okay, that is beautiful. That's the best thing I've heard for a long time. Hmm. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> it is. Hmm. What about you, Donnelly? What was your low light and highlight? Know that I've had too many highlights or lowlights. It's just been pretty average, to be honest. Yeah, I had things last week, but we didn't record last week. My highlight is that I've managed to exercise six days out of seven last week, so that's pretty major Ooh. for me. Yeah. Yep. Starting to find find some clarity there and low light. Hmm. Don't know. Can't think of what I would think is a low light because I, I mean, I interpret it differently to you guys. I think, yeah, and I don't really want to be negative, <laughs> so I'd probably rather not say what I would, what, what I want to say. But anyway, this is the place to say it. And I, I feel exactly the same, Donnelly. I actually feel quite when I was thinking about this myself. It's like, oh, it's been fairly just like average. Yeah. There's been no like. Or, oh, you know, and so, yeah, thinking about mine, mine was, you know, if I had to define it, you know, my highlight was just actually having this big pause. That's what actually I wrote for my highlight. It's like, ah, oh, I feel like I'm having a pause right now. And that's really exciting to me because I love the feeling of it's like taking the pressure off, I suppose, just reassessing, feeling into what is coming up and what it looks like. It also is 
when we were recording this episode, the start of the new financial year. And I actually love starts of things. So anything that is a start of something really puts me into this space. And so it's like, okay, great. I feel all the possibility, you know, I'm like, hmm, what's possible now? Like, what do I need to stop doing? What do I want to start doing? You know, that type of stuff. So that's been a highlight for me. Uh, Low light was last week I farewelled Stella off on the plane to Europe again, (laughs) which I'm excited for her. And in all honesty, like I'm not a parent that pines for my children. Like I'm not like sitting here feeling super sad that she's not here because we interact still a lot. Yet just those three weeks that she was home, she brought me so much joy. I have not laughed so much (laughs) for a long time. That, and I just forgot that Stella created so much laughter in me. I forgot that I didn't laugh as much with Stella not around. And so, yeah, the the low light is yeah waving waving my little laughter bundle off <laughs> on the plane. And you know, mind yeah. you, she had some great like she had a great story when she got there. Cause I've got to share it because it's just funny. Um, she was Stella gets a lot of digestive issues, and she put on a few kilos when she was home. She puts on weight really easily and just like her dad and then loses it really easily as well. And so when she stopped, came home, she, you know, wasn't eating lots of rubbish or anything, but just like her stopping because she's such an active, busy person in her everyday life, she just gained a couple of kilos and she <laughs> puts it all on in her stomach anyway. And so she's like, I don't want to wear jeans on the plane because it's going to be uncomfortable. I was like, great, just wear these pants. I had these like Lorna Jane, like lounge pants that... I gave her, she's like, great. So she went on the plane and then she's like, oh, in the middle of the flight, because we had a big feast of pasta and stuff before we left, which didn't do her belly any justice. And in the middle of the flight, she's like, oh, my, my belly was just so sore and just like giving me grief. And um, she's like, so I get up to go to the loo and I'm standing there. She said, I've got these pants on and they sort of hug you, you know, like in all the wrong places. And she's like, I'm standing there and I've got my hand on my hip and one hand on my belly going, oh, God, it's so painful, you know, this, I need to get into the loo. And the lady next to her goes, oh, you're really brave for tra- travelling when you're pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she did it. And Stella goes, I'm not pregnant, I'm just fat. <laughs> And I was like, that poor woman, she would have been mortified because I have done that in my life once and I'll never do it again. And I'm sure this woman will never do that again. Mention anything about pregnancy, even if they're, you know, well advanced, you just don't do it for this reason. Because, you know, yeah, Stella might have looked pregnant, but no, she's just got digestive issues. Oh, God. It's a food baby, people, not a real baby. (laughs) I have, I have. Two rules. I when people come because at the cinema we have a uh, we have a seniors card, seniors vouch. You never ask if they have a seniors card, and you never ask no. if they're pregnant. <laughs> no, that's it. That's that, that's great. Two rules to live by. So yeah. So this poor lady learned her lesson on the flight, you know, to Paris that you never ask a girl if oh, they're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, we've all made those mistakes. <laughs> mm. Anyway, that was my little funny moment. I just laughed. Good segue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is hindsight. That's all something. 
For sure. So yeah, so let's let's get into this hindsight topic, which that is a great segue for it, because I'm sure with hindsight, that lady would be like, there's no way those words are coming out of her mouth ever. <laughs> yes. Oh God. Yeah. So yeah, so what what do we think? What's this, what's hindsight to us? What are we thinking about hindsight? And what can we teach our audience or give some knowledge to our audience who's listening about hindsight? Now, the question I asked in our Facebook group was, "Is do you think hindsight is a bitch, a blessing, irrelevant, all of above? Most people said all of the above, but there mm-hmm. were a couple of the others as well. Okay. Which I found interesting. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about why it can be a bitch <laughs> first. <laughs> what's, what's your thoughts? <laughs> Oh, gosh, it just, it's like, damn it, isn't it? Yeah. Like, if only I knew that. It can be the I told you so, <laughs> thing, <laughs> yeah. which everybody hates hearing, but I'm sure we've all thought at one point at time, whether it to be outward, like to others or to ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I actually read something about hindsight bias, which I'll talk about a bit later. Yeah, but- me too, me too. But tell me, is where can you think of an instant like right now where hindsight has you just like fuck you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been I have been sitting here thinking about like you know contemplating what I look at it as a like hindsight as a bitch, and I'm like because I'm in the category of it's actually a blessing most of the time, <laughs> even when it's perceived to be negative like that an outcome is negative I do see it as always a learning I suppose so yeah I don't know I haven't got any that are real like fuck it that's really annoying really but not of not that I can think of that I've retained in my memory anyway what about you Tanya the more I the more I was thinking about it the more hindsight it seems like at first I was thinking of hindsight as like bigger events but the more I thought about it it's something that we just live with constantly always Mm. always Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um which yeah didn't really cross my mind so much when the topic was um was brought up so yeah you've there's just a whole spectrum of hindsight isn't there and yeah sometimes sometimes it does like even even when you do learn from it or learn something of it, or because of it, there is often moments where you're like, fuck it, you've mm. only you. <laughs> yeah, and you make a decision and it doesn't turn out so good. It's like, damn it, yeah, yeah, damn it, the whole damn it. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I connect it with your, your intuition, which it either confirms or denies your intuition sort of thing. So if you're having like a fuck it, why, you know, oh, wish I just listened to my intuition because a lot of the time when you have that thought, like the I told you so thought, you know, in your brain, it's to me, it's like, yeah, I knew that already, which is part of this this um, hindsight bias, the oh, I knew that, why did I still do it type of thing, you know, whether it would be dating somebody. Look, the one thing that I wrote down about the hindsight for me was marrying Ben. Like I've said, like openly, I knew that I shouldn't have married him. It's like I, I knew that wasn't going to work out. 
But at the time, obviously I fucking didn't because I still married him. You know what I mean? So yeah, we we perceived that we we knew what the outcome was going to be when we didn't, which is part of the hindsight bias. And it's the intuition for me. It's like something was knocking, like knock, knock, knock on my on my soul or my whatever, my heart, and I didn't listen to it. And therefore I can have the fuck I told you so moment later. But then coming back to the like you just speaking about your marriage, then coming back to the um the negative part of the hindsight. I mean, we've all been made decisions big or small and been in situations where where it hasn't turned out so great. So we actually all have experienced that um yes. that moment of damn it, wish I knew. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, it's, it's if you learn from it, do you don't you think that if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, is do you learn from it? That's the big key takeaway, I suppose, with hindsight. Yes. You keep making the same mistake over and over and over again. Like, what aren't you learning from this? What do you need to learn? I think that is where the category of where people have chosen that hindsight is a bitch, which also goes goes with our idioms and sayings that steer us wrong, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that we've spoken about. Um if you're in that category, if hindsight is a bitch and you're not seeing the other options, then yeah, it's not it's not doing you any justice. If you can be open to it, yeah, sometimes it's a fucking bitch, mm. but then this comes from it. And yeah, because some things take longer to learn. Like thinking, just mm. something that came to me just then about hindsight was when I was Stella's agent traveling around the world. I was really inward, like reserved, and I I didn't like open. I wasn't like super open with people, and I'm like, why wasn't I open with people? Why did I just? Why did I close myself off so much? But that took me twenty years to learn. You Mm -hmm. know, from twenty to forty, it took me twenty years to learn. It had to had to keep coming up over and over again before I learned it. But now I'm looking back on that. It's like, yeah, hindsight. It would have been helpful if I was more open and receptive and like yeah open to letting people in um, How about you, mm. you found this topic very intriguing yeah I have I have found it intriguing I just think it's a resource of life yeah it is and because I've sat with it and you're never not gonna have hindsight but it's gonna your life experience gives you foresight to make decisions, to change, you know, what you might have repetitively done, you know, like you were saying, Prue, about, um, you know, it takes you 20 years to learn things. But without the experience of the learning, how can you have clarity on what you want in your life or or where you're going to go? So, yeah, I think it's, you know, I did the research as well around the bias and, um, you know, understanding a situation or an event after it's happened, um, that's all good and well. <laughs> but when you're in the situation, and I totally relate to the intuition stuff, I mean, there's plenty of us that are sitting here listening to this call, I'm sure, that we've been in situations where we haven't acted on our gut or our intuition and then 
traveled the process of um, I'm just going to go to an idiom now, you know, you made your bed, so sleep in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, how all those different influences of life influence where you are in the moment. And then later, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, of course hindsight can be a bitch, but freaking hell, it's in the past. It's, it's done and dusted. So you've just got to take, I feel the pieces from it that resonate and yeah, you probably make the same mistakes again, but you do it differently. And then you get to my age and then you start going, you know what? No, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to follow my heart or follow my, my dreams, or I'm just going to go, no, but Mm -hmm. I just, I just think it's a resource of life and it's a great reflective tool. And I think being able to have hindsight is a resource that gives us an opportunity to have different perspectives, to take the good out of the not so good. And, you know, because not all everything that happens is, you know, just because it's bad, it's it doesn't have some good outcome from it because it does. Hmm. And then what, I, you know, what I've noticed is that in writing this um, chapter for this book that I'm in, there's been, I'm writing from a perspective that is, 20 years later and while I and while I was writing this stuff I was reliving what went on in an interesting way of having a perspective of consciousness and I didn't have the mm-hmm. consciousness when I was there 20 years ago so I found that really interesting in that how I interpret what went on now mm-hmm. and realizing that I'm talking from 20 years on, but I was 20 years younger. So it was what I, and it actually relates to this topic. Absolutely. It was it, what I was conscious of when I was writing it was the audience that I'm writing to that might read it, remembering that I'm a guide now, whereas back then I was, um, you know, I don't want to say a victim, but in the circumstance. So it's, yeah, it's how you also use hindsight to move forward and to give you that foresight. Because I don't think we all, I don't think we all do that. You know, often we get (laughs) stuck in our suffering so I was really conscious when I was writing that I didn't want to be stuck in the suffering that I wanted to learn to take from it. That was really real and then go, okay, what? And then I looked at how I've lived my life from then very differently than what I've written about. So, yeah, it's a, it's, I think you can make it, you could use it for your disadvantage or you could use it for your advantage and it's your perspective. I think perspective is a really big part in how you'd utilise hindsight and I think that's oh, the message I would like to convey. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hindsight is, I don't think, ever irrelevant, mm. ever. Whatever, what, yeah, whatever's happened and come to past is in the past but we are what we are and do what we do because of our past. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's never irrelevant. No. And it's like 
for me, it's like having these opportunities of windows or chapters that you can visit. And, you know, you could have a hundred different interpretations from it in your own perspectives. It, it just depends on where your head is and where you want to go with it, I think. I think it's a really interesting topic. I've, I've really enjoyed having to think about it for the last few weeks. Yeah, for sure. So let's let's talk about this. Um, I know we've mentioned this hindsight bias. Let's inform our listeners about what that actually means. So first of all, the hindsight definition is to understand a situation or event only after it has happened or developed. Recent. It's a quite a recent word, actually. Did you read that? No, I didn't read that. Um, it was only early 1800 that okay. this word come about. And um, it says it may have been a word created um, as a joke in relation to foresight. Just a little tidbit there. (laughs) But it's, yeah, recently. I mean, the concept of looking backwards surely isn't new. Yeah, not new. Mm. But obviously the word itself is. So, yeah. And And then that's what they're telling me now. Do you just look at the word? Behind is behind. It's sight behind and sight. Yeah. So it's an interesting, interesting um, yeah. development. Yeah. No, it's good. And so the hindsight bias is it's like the knew it all along phenomenon. <laughs> like I just knew it, you know, and there's three, there's three levels of the hindsight bias. So, and it's, it's a common tendency for people to perceive past events as having been more predictable than they actually were. I think of all the um, the GFC, like the financial crisis, everybody's losing all the money and all the financial people are like, yeah, we, we knew that was going to happen. It's like, well, if you knew that was going to happen, why did you not do something differently, like get rid of all your stocks or, you know, whatever. But people love to say that. But there's three levels of the hindsight bias and there's the the memory distortion, which is I said it would happen, like, your memory about the event is different to what you actually perceived it. Possibly me marrying Ben was that, like the inevitability of something happening. So it had to happen, GFC, perfect example of that. Um, And then the third one was foreseeability. I knew that would happen. So you can categorise it into those three types of three levels of hindsight bias. And, yeah, it's just it's part of the human condition wanting to be right and the ego getting in the way and 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 also having a reason for things to me i don't need a reason behind something all the time but that has i have learned and taught myself to be like that people that always need a reason for something really go into hindsight for that purpose a lot of the time i'm such an angry person now and it's because my dad was you know terrible to me when i was small or whatever you know like they like to have like an a equals b type of thing so yeah so that's the three levels of hindsight bias anything else you'd like to say about that yeah hindsight bias can cause if you're you know not careful hindsight bias can prevent action and growth in the future yes it can yeah Yeah. especially if you're stuck on the i knew it it's like the should you know like i should have never done that Hmm. you know and you and you constantly stay in that suffering of like oh god I shouldn't have married him and I should have done this Mm, I'm so stupid and 
Oh, you know, yeah. oh, they are so stupid or that that shouldn't have happened. It causes so much unnecessary suffering and it doesn't allow you to move forward when you're in. You can't hold two states at the same time, so you need to, like, choose which state you want to be in to move you forward. And I'm pretty sure the should state will never move you forward. I was also reading on um, on that, on the hind, hindsight bias, that if people can fall into this perception that they can foresee the future from what they knew would happen from something that's already happened. And so they they begin using that hindsight as a way not to move forward. Yes, yeah. They, they see like a negative something, outcome or result, and then they're like, well, if the A equals B, so don't do that again, otherwise that will happen. So it's like, okay, so I'm going to use the example of like public speaking. It's like you get up, public speaking and you forget everything and you totally bomb out <laughs> and you're like, well, public speaking means I forget everything and I'm meant to be look like an idiot. Well, I'll never put myself in that situation again. Yeah. And therefore, uh, if you're a public speaker and that's part of your job or career or path forward, well, it's going to prevent you from living the life that you're supposed to live or want if you don't do that because your A equals B. Mm. And there can be a lesson in that. Like yeah. it the the lady who who's who said to Stella about her being pregnant, she'll probably never say that again, and that's that's probably a good thing. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I think it's um quite important, like Donnelly said, to to look at it and take what you've learned from it, but be open about it and and not let it hinder you, but let your hindsight help you to move forward in a in a positive way, not. Mm-hmm. Let not to hold you back and that's that can be a fine line yes it is like that's it nothing's nothing's linear I wrote I wrote an example down about how this actually can be put into action because I think that's an important piece we can talk about the theory of it but the the actual action piece is the most important piece and this is literally what I do all the time with people and myself to change what I call just like the models of the world that that are running in our own world. And so you have to do something differently. Using the example of, which is a common one, people saying yes to things and when they don't want to do something. So for example, Donna Lee, you might be like, so I might go, hey, Donna Lee, I'm having a party. Uh, Next Friday night, you want to come? And your automatic reaction is like, yes, I'd love to. And so you've like locked in and then you go away and think about it and you shit, oh, bloody hell, I really don't want to go to that party. Firstly, I don't like Prue. I don't like her friends. Uh, I want to stay home in my pajamas Friday night. You know, this is, these are all the things that happen, but you say yes because it's part of our spontaneity or whatever, um, something that we've always thought because you might have the thought, I've got to say yes, otherwise Prue's never going to ask me again or I've got to, you know, show that I'm, you know, pleasing her or whatever. I've got to say yes to make people happy. And so in that moment, when I ask you, hey, Donna Lee, do you want to come to a party next Friday night? Instead of you jumping in to say yes, you've learned from your hindsight because you might have come to my last party and you fucking hated it. <laughs> you know, you're like, your friends suck, Prue. Like, they've got, <laughs> there's nobody that I like in your friend group. You know, the food shit, you know, I'm vegan and everyone's eating big, big legs of meat. You know, you know, just, I'm just yeah, yeah. random examples. I love it. I love the color. <laughs> Yeah. And 
And so in that moment when I'm like, hey, Donna Lee, do you want to come to a party next Friday night? The action is doing something different, which is, oh, hey, can I get back to you on that? Mm. Or yeah. no, thanks, not not this time. You know, and it's like yeah. that that's the difference. Like so learning from hindsight, yes, you've been to the parties for the last 40 years that you don't want to go to. And now you're like, actually, I don't want to go to that anymore. I'm, I've learned from hindsight that I don't like doing that on a Friday night or whatever. So I've got to or, do something different. Or the, or what you're learning, I would. This is what I would prefer to take from that, is that you're learning to pause to let yourself make your own decision in your own time. It's actually really not about. To me, it's not really about the party. I think it's about the choice that you have to pause and go, can I get back to you? So that then you let yourself have that space because Mm -hmm. sometimes in that space you can do a 360, but it just gives you, I know for me, because I'm a processor, so I, I know that if I can give myself that time, then I can have a clearer direction on you know, if I'm going to go to that party or not. And if I'm, if I'm clear on my direction and I decide to go, well, then it's up to me to make the best of that opportunity. Whereas you might've yeah. turned up and used it as, cause I had a lot of stuff around um, blame. Um, hindsight can be used as excuse as well. It's like a distraction. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like not, okay, righto, you 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 went up the aisle, you walked up the aisle, and I said yes to stay in a relationship. And then it's like this avoidance around dealing with your own pile of shit. That's what also hindsight does. Hindsight keeps you trapped in that, um, that mess if that's where you want to stay. You know, mm-hmm. you're not taking responsibility going, oh, well, shit, I made a mistake. Um, I'm not going to I'm going to learn from that and I'm going to make better decisions in the future. So mm-hmm. I think it's, mm-hmm. you know, yes. that's awesome around what if you are willing to look at it like that. There's a lot on offer in hindsight. It's not just a bitch. What was the other part you said? We had good bitch blessing. and something else. A blessing, yeah. Or it's both. actually all yeah. three, yeah. yeah, how you look at it. And now yeah. I just had I just had some other thing, just key things I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Eyesight bias can become decision traps, mm-hmm. and yeah. believing you knew the outcome all along can lead you to over over reliance on the accuracy of your prediction. So it's a mm-hmm. trap, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, because yeah, it go really like there's this fine line as well about the hindsight bias going into this confirmation bias, which is like you see all the information and you only take what you, that aligns with your belief about it and then leaving the rest. And so, yeah, yeah, it goes hand in hand with confirmation bias as well. Hindsight, you know how when people say, I told you so, you know, out there in the world, I can't can't really ever think of a time where someone actually said that to me. That was massive anyway, because it hasn't stuck in my brain. But what I do see is many people making decisions to disprove somebody's I told you so. Yes, there you go. Donna Lee's got a hand waving it in the air. <laughs> yeah, my dad didn't like my boyfriend, so I stuck it stuck it out. Ah, yeah, and, and yeah. You, you're not alone. I'm sure there's so yeah. many people. Actually, no, I'm, I'm in that boat too. I remember someone, it wasn't my parents, but I remember somebody close to me said, 
why are you going out with Ben Kerr? <laughs> and she gave me like a little like a little thing and I was like, yeah, well, I'll fucking prove you wrong. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. She was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, um, we do things to disprove. Okay. And that also brings me into the subject of like giving advice from our hindsight. And I was like, is this, I was in like this torn because it's like, is it good that we can give advice on our own hindsight? Because really it doesn't make any difference to the person that's outside of us, our own, our own hindsight. Is it, is it helpful for others to know what we've done and learnt from or is it not? Or is it just everyone's going to go to this, well, I'll fucking prove them wrong. I think what do you think? I think it's getting more complicated as we speak. Yeah. (laughs) I think if you're gonna if you're gonna offer that, what we've learned now is you can say, in my experience, rather than you know, you should do this or this happened. We can it's we're so different now around, well, in my experience, this happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having a conversation from that space rather than an influential space. Yes. Great. Great. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah. That, that wraps up that in my mind because I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. Is any advice good? But, yeah, definitely buying, being able to offer this is in my experience. Well, look at, look at all three of us, but I, I know you two reasonably well, how you how you're raising your children, how you're coaching your children, you're not doing what your parents did in their in their circumstance. You hold space for your children. You give support. You, and I'm going to say you give advice. We give advice, mm-hmm. but we leave enough space because we want them to be able to have their own experience and, and not necessarily so will we provided that space. So mm-hmm. there's another example of hindsight, how we've changed the way we parent. No, it's true. Yeah, hindsight. So we have learnt from others in the past, mm-hmm. not our exact experience as a parent, but from our parents' experience as a parent and being a child and that experience, we've learnt from hindsight moving forward. Yeah, like I say all the time, oh, like John, I say, oh, well, when we're grandparents, we'll do that differently or whatever. We all, we always making notes, mental notes about, what we'd like to do differently. And that's, yeah. that's good from hindsight. Yeah, it's a learning. It's, it is a great topic because, like you said, it's hindsight gives us our foresight and our, you know, our future. And so what can we be doing differently to create the future that we want if we're not there currently? Yeah. And we're just moving forward, always moving forward. That's the idea, just to growing, always evolving, nothing set in stone. And you are under the the idea that hindsight is a bitch. Possibly you're actually preventing all the goodness in your life in the future if you're holding on to that like it should have been different. I think that's the biggest lesson in this. Okay, yeah. Mm. Okay. Can I share a channeled message? Absolutely. Okay. Hopefully I've read it out loud a few times, so hopefully it's going to read well. This is not me. It's an interesting topic that you ponder today as we watch you humans figuring out all the different ways to think, to process, to be righteous all through. You always want answers even when they are not true. 
Sometimes it's fun to play with those thoughts from beyond. Other times it's used to distract, blame or avoid. You get so annoyed. It isn't where we want you to be, wasting your lifetime being self-mean. What's done is done and best left trying to figure out gives you time to be present and foresightful without all the doubt. Ponder your hindsights for not too long. It's useful information, if not reminisced and twisted wrong. Every step you take in your life journey, it's the creation of your template of your unique yearning. We envy the processes you humans undertake. Go explore, uncover, discover, and create. Be the moments of your life now, the one-of-a-kind human revealing the how. Yes, exactly. That wraps up our conversation really well, I think. And that happened before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <fine>. Interesting, that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. Oh, Thanks, darling. Yeah. Reading time or? Yes. Is, yes. Yeah. Good. Yep. Yeah. Cards are here. I think what we're going to go with is self care. All righty. Let's feed on the ground. Tune in. Keep it light and easy. Just think about out of this conversation, the self care. Interesting. There's our first one. <laughs> Sorry. I was looking at the first card going, okay. And then they're just laughing and then they chuck out the next card. So I'll show them to you in a sec. Interesting. All right. Keep breathing. There it is. <laughs> okay. All righty. So the first one creativity. Express your creativity, delight in the mystery of your inner muse. So it's about having a bit of space. The second one is clearing, so letting mm. go. Clear the clutter. When in doubt, throw it out. And the last one, take a risk. You have the power within to move mountains. It's about space. It's about letting yourself have space. I'm so like fun. Yeah, fun, clear, and leap. It's like you said before, don't be trapped into using like using hindsight as a trap. Yeah. You still have to take risk. You're never going to know exactly the outcome. And that's the point of life. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Makes so much sense. Awesome. Good night. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. See you Bye-bye. next time. Bye. Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.